We're continuing today our series titled Becoming a Follower of Jesus. And we're going back to the basics of what is involved in this process. The basics that are represented for me by the first four letters of the alphabet, A, B, C, D. And the letter A represents admitting our sin. The great problem with humanity and the great problem in the world is what the Bible terms sin. And sin, we said last time, is living without reference to God, sinning without relation to God. Sin looks to things and people for that which only God can provide. Things like identity, significance, security, satisfaction, happiness, and so forth. If we are to get to the solution to the world's great problem, we need to understand sin. And more than that, we need to admit our sin our part in the problem. We took some time last time to identify the component parts of sin. We said that it involved legal guilt, moral pollution or depravity, and personal rebellion. And that's because when we sin, we violate the will of God, the will of our Creator who wants us to love Him above anything else and to love our neighbors as ourselves. We incur guilt. Secondly, when we sin, we disregard God's primacy because our hearts are dislocated and twisted so that we love other things more than we love him. And then thirdly, we break God's heart. Um, this is personal rebellion, and we need to admit it all. The problem with sin, you see, is that the penalty is death and that sin has the power to captivate us and control us and determine how we live. Well, what then is the great solution to sin? The great solution is Jesus. Why Jesus? Well, we're told in the Bible that God sent Jesus to the world out of love for the world. I think of that great text, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Well, what in particular has Jesus done? Well, we learn from the Bible that Jesus paid the penalty for sin, the penalty of death. When he died on the cross, he paid that penalty, and therefore we can be forgiven. We can be declared innocent of our wrongdoing. Secondly, Jesus destroyed the power of sin on the cross so that we no longer need to be controlled by it. We no longer need to be ensnared by it, captivated by it. And then thirdly, Jesus overcomes the presence of sin in our lives. And he does that by means of his spirit, which he gives us to bring his resources to bear upon our lives. Jesus is the great solution to sin. When we admit our sin, therefore, we are admitting our need for a Savior. We are admitting our need for Jesus. The question then becomes, how do we get aligned with Jesus? How do we get to enjoy the things that Jesus has done? The answer to that question is faith. By means of faith, we are aligned with Jesus. By believing in Christ, we are united to him, and united, therefore, to all of the resources which his work has accomplished. Let's think for a moment about what faith means. 
last time when we talked about admitting our sin, we went to the Old Testament to look at some vocabulary in Psalm 51. Well, in the Old Testament, there's also a diversity of vocabulary when it comes to faith. And one of the Hebrew words means to lean on, to put one's weight on. It's the word that we find in Psalm 25, verse 2, where David says, In you I trust, O my God. And the verb there, trust, means to lean on, to put one's weight on. Interestingly, Anthony Hukama, who was a theologian, now deceased, wrote a book titled Saved by Grace, in which he tells a story about a foreign missionary who was translating the Gospel of John into the language of the tribe with which he was working. And he couldn't find a way to translate the word faith in the Gospel of John. And just at that moment, somebody had uh, wandered into his hut and said something like, I'm putting all of my weight on this chair. And the missionary apparently was ecstatic. He jumped up and exclaimed, I now know how to translate faith, because faith is putting one's weight on Christ, leaning on Christ. Faith, you see, involves this movement away from ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ, out of ourselves into the Lord Jesus Christ, away and toward Christ, so that we are joined to Christ. Interestingly, there's a phrase in the Bible which is quite unique to the Greek of that time. In fact, so far as I know, you don't find this particular phrase in any of the extent Greek literature of the time of the Bible. It's the phrase believing into. It's what we find, in fact, in the Gospel of John. Um, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes into the Son um, shall not perish but have eternal life. Believing into. And that kind of captures what faith is. We are believing into this person. We are uh, moving away from ourselves to him, moving outside of ourselves into him, as it were. Well, what characterizes the person who has faith? What characterizes the person who has faith is Christ. Christ dominates his life. There's a wonderful story about Samuel Rutherford, who was a Scottish preacher from a century ago. And, uh, well, even more than that. But in any case, he was preaching on one occasion on the riches of Christ. And he got distracted and he deviated from his theme. And then he said he was going to return to it. And apparently an older man in the back of the church yelled out, hold ye there. Hold ye there, minister. You're all right there. I don't know how good my Scottish accent is, but this idea that this man just wanted the minister to talk about the riches of Christ. Because the believer who has faith doesn't make much of having faith. He makes much of having Christ. If we are to be a follower of Jesus, we need to admit our sin that we have violated the will of our Creator, that we have disregarded God's primacy and loved things and people more than Him, and that we've broken His heart. We need to recognize that sin invites the penalty of death and that sin involves being enslaved and captivated 
by a foreign power. We need to recognize that Jesus has come to pay the penalty of sin, the penalty of death, so that we can be forgiven. We need to recognize that Jesus has destroyed the power of sin on the cross so that we are freed. We need to recognize that Jesus overcomes the presence of sin in our lives by means of his spirit. And if we are to enjoy all of these things, we need to be aligned with him, which is to say we need to believe into the Lord Jesus Christ.